0: This entire season of Retronauts is fully funded by listeners like you thanks to Patreon. If you'd like to find out how you can help and get episodes a week in advance, head on over to patreon.com retronauts. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Retronauts Micro. I'm your host, Bob Mackie, and just like with the last episode, this one is just going to be you and me together talking about a fairly limited subject, but one that still is very, very meaningful to me. And I will try to talk a little slower. As always, Retronauts is fueled purely by caffeine, so I'd like to thank our sponsors, the Colombians and those wonderful magical beans they grow. So to begin, I have a question for you. Uh, remember Konami? Okay, I'm being a little mean. Uh, <laughs> In a few years, we might be saying that. I don't mean to date this podcast, but I'm recording this shortly after uh, it was announced Hideo Kojima is leaving, possibly, or they're erasing all memory of him from existence. I'm not sure how it works in business terms, but Konami is not really the company they used to be. Um, Prior to this generation, and really even before that, they were very prolific. They operated across all genres. Uh, from RPGs like Suikoden, to survival horror like Silent Hill, to shoot 'em ups like Contra. There's, um, you know, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game as a brawler. Like They just had their fingers in all the pies. Um, but that is not the case anymore. They are purely a Metal Gear slash soccer company. And that's sad because some of the greatest Konami hits are maybe some of the lesser-known hits. And today we're going to be talking about one of those, one that never ever made it to America. And that game is Parodius. Before I get into this any further, I just want to say that um, I am not a huge fan of shooters. I consider it a personal failing, but still, they just kind of had a bad effect on me. I would rent them, you know, as a kid, as I would rent everything. And then um, I would not make a lot of progress, because in a shooter, usually... Losing a life means getting kicked back to the beginning of the stage, or maybe like a midway checkpoint, but still, it was all about learning these patterns, uh, learning through repetition, and those games really weren't cut out for me to rent, and I sincerely never wanted to buy one, because I didn't know if I'd be ready for that kind of experience. So, shooters always rubbed me the wrong way. I mean, I, I loved the graphics, I loved the music, especially with Konami shooters, they have some of the most legendary music of all shooters, but... I don't know, like, there needed to be something else there to keep me on board through all the deaths, all the repetition, and just the regular spaceships in space, shooting other spaceships in space. That wasn't really cutting it. And I thought shooters weren't for me until I discovered Parodius. So you may be saying to yourself, what, pray tell, is Parodius? Well, that's why I'm here to answer that question. Uh, you see, at one point, the shmup genre, or shoot-'em-up, you know, uh, Gradius, uh, Life Force, uh, Thunder Force, I don't know. There's a ton of these games, but at one point, the shmup genre was super viable. I mean, I'm pretty sure the TG-16 and the Neo Geo uh, sold themselves primarily on their shmup libraries, but in the 16-bit days, they were just everywhere. And they were in fact so viable that Konami could actually create a parody of one of their most famous shooter series. And that's essentially what Parodius is. It is a parody of Gradius. I mean, it's right there in the title, right? But the most important thing about Gradius... Nope, not Gradius. Parodius. And the reason why I love it so much is that it dresses up all of the shooter mechanics, uh, all the shooter staples you know, in this completely wacky, super Japanese, super anime, super 90s aesthetic that I absolutely love. And this is coming from someone who got into anime in the 90s. Um, It is essentially that aesthetic. Big eyes, crazy characters, sweat drops flying everywhere, and outlandish situations around every corner. Now, Parodius is very true to its name. so much of this game is a direct parody of things that you'll see in Gradius, Gradius 3, things like that. But I'm not as familiar with Gradius, so I'm kind of taking these things at face value. But I really haven't talked about just what makes Parodius wacky and weird. It's it's the characters, it's the settings, it's how nothing is supposed to make sense. So uh, instead of having, you know, the Vic Viper or the Lord British or whatever as your ship, I mean, he's there too, but you also have a penguin named Pentaro, you have a, an octopus, and... As the games would go on, and there are several Parodius games, the catalog of characters would only expand to the point when they were including, like, Kid Dracula from Castlevania, and they were including other things like uh, Goemon and Ibasumaru and things like that. It became very much a Konami All-Stars game by the end, but still, you're not going to find a shooter with just the variety of crazy characters that is in Parodius. And really, the stages are just as outlandish as the characters themselves. You'll fly through a giant crane machine, you'll go through a Vegas casino, where you'll swoop under the leg of a massive showgirl who wants to crush you. You'll go to the moon where little bunnies are pounding out mochi with hammers. You'll just go everywhere, especially some very very Konami places in these games. And that's why I love this. I mean, in order to get me to like shooters, I needed something to distract me from their inherent difficulty, and Parodius does that extremely well. Now, I say wacky and crazy and zany a lot in this podcast, and that's very much true, but I'm also uh, maybe glossing over the the sheer artistry of these graphics. If you're looking for kind of the height of adorably cartoony 16-bit graphics, you will find them in Parodius. It has all of Konami's best artists, best at the time anyways, working on the top of their game. Every level is gloriously detailed. Every enemy has so many animations. All your characters have all these animations too. And because it's a short game, they can put attention to detail into everything. Absolutely everything. Now, Konami shooters are known for great music, I said it before in this episode, and Parodius is no different. Uh, The thing is, though, Parodius takes a much different approach with its soundtrack. These are original songs, but they're all based on other compositions, Um, so I guess they are just really rearrangements of things you know, things you know very well, in fact, and you've likely been hearing them throughout this episode. In fact, uh, Jeremy actually, for 1UP, and I wish this interview was still live, unfortunately it is not at the moment, but he interviewed one of the Konami Kukeha Club, Uh, that's the Konami musical group that created a lot of great soundtracks, it's made up of several composers, Um, he interviewed one of the people from that group, I believe for Castlevania 3 soundtrack, and he discovered that Parodius' soundtrack came about because... They were in crunch mode, they needed a soundtrack fast, and there was no time to write several original compositions. So what Parodius does is it dresses up these um, classical music pieces and very traditional songs with this like, techno-y, 90s, just frenetic Japanese tempo and pace and instrumentation. So, like I said, uh, you fight a kitty battleship, but when you're fighting that kitty battleship, you also get a remix of Stars and Stripes Forever, with uh, the appropriate cat instruments, and I think it's just great. Now, I could go on and on and on and on about all of the amazing and strange situations Proteus will put you through, but I think me describing them won't really do them justice. You really need to see them play out in the full glory of these beautiful 16-bit sprites with this crazy amazing soundtrack backing it all up. Unfortunately, uh, I believe Parodius was only released uh, for in the UK, the Super Nintendo version was released there. So you might have a hard time finding it in the States. Uh, I do recommend there is a PSP collection which includes all the games, and really, all the games are worth playing, although I have not played the weird strategy RPG. Yes, that is how viable a franchise Parodius once was for Konami. They made a strategy RPG variant of a parody shooter series. Now. Put that together in your head and think of how different video games were 20 years ago. so that about wraps it up for this episode of retronauts micro uh thanks so much for joining me and i hope you learned something new Uh, i hope you learned about parodius and i hope you're interested in going and checking it out and uh when you do uh let me know on twitter or whatever if you like the games i'm really interested in uh, getting more people on the parodius train even though it derailed like 15 years ago so as always uh find us on twitter facebook soundcloud twitch and youtube as retronauts And you can find me on Twitter as Bob Servo. So please talk to me. Let me know if you like these episodes. And uh, yeah, that's it for me this week. Have a good week, guys, and we'll see you next week. Later.